Squid Game. <laughs> Have you seen it? I will never watch it. That is so not my style of movie or show. I'm not into um, violence for entertainment. So that's never going to happen for me. Huh. People are calling it torture porn. Um, Squid Game? Never. I will never watch it. Yeah. Torture porn. Mm, that's that's the hashtag that's getting. Yeah. I've, I've, it's fine. Like I've seen three episodes. I kind of got it. People love it, man. People love it. People don't just love it. They it's, love it. It's like the most popular show in the world, right? It's but, unbelievable, but good for them. But I like it's all it's so like I I don't hate it. It's not a bad show, but it's not a like it's fine, right? Like this is the yeah. thing that I don't get. Like it's it's fine. I don't understand why this took off, you know, the way it has. Well, and, I wonder also. You've lived here a while, and I think that style of Korean drama is something maybe you're used to. I don't know. I can't put words in your mouth, but versus the rest of the world hasn't been introduced to um, this this style. And it is a very specific, the K-Wave, it is is a very specific style. So So I have a question for you to ask to me. Uh, You want me to ask you a question? Yes. Ask me if Korean television shows are good. No, what do, why do you always want to be controversial on the show? Last I don't want to be controversial. The meat and, uh, most of them uh, are terrible. Most okay. of them are really this bad. From uh, like I've been, I was trained in theater. This is what I went to university for. And you're such a snob. I know, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But so th- that's my tradition. That's the traditional background I come from, from okay. a Western theater drama background. So when I watch mm-hmm. Korean television shows, it's just like they don't. It, it, it doesn't work like they, they I, don't they don't work in a dramatic form the way drama is you know there's no is supposed to work but yeah. there's no consistency in a lot of these shows and a yeah. lot of them are just yeah. really bad bad they're just turning them out now to turn them out but that's every you know hollywood does that everyone does yes. that oh so, yeah that's not saying that hollywood movies and what's it called aren't not no are good no, either no. right i'm not yeah. saying that and i think the game isn't bad I'm not saying yeah. it's bad. Yeah. I think the argument, though, is I don't watch enough to have, like, a standard opinion on it because I just don't. I'm not. Yeah. yeah. But what I really like about K, the K-Wave and K-Drama mm. is very different from Hollywood, which they're in the dramas here. There's a beginning. There's a middle. There's closure. It's not going on like, uh, you know, Law and Order season 29, you know. That is a good it, point. You it can ends. always count on a K-drama to end and you can enjoy the end. Mm. It's not going to lose the money and all of a sudden it's just gone and disappeared. It's going to mm. have a beginning. It's going to have the middle. It's going to have the end. Mm-hmm. My first one, what was your first one? My first one was before I moved here and it was Boys Over Flowers. And right. I was like, oh, I love this. Mm. I loved it. And then my latest one was, um, and it's still not new, was uh, Mr. Sunshine. Uh-huh. Ooh, that was good. Tears, tears, tears. See, it, it, just because mm. I say they're not good doesn't mean there's some that I haven't. Oh, there's liked some, yeah, that, too. Right? right, of course, of um, course, but in general, right? Yeah, and yeah. So, but, but there's a there's a reason why I'm bringing up Squid Game. My dog okay. is here and he wants attention. Give me one sec so I can. That's okay, because because the cats, the cat, my cats and slash kittens are running yeah. around around uh, here. So, all right. So, what's the? I mean, uh, we're a podcast, right? So, yeah, we gotta support the animals. They're going crazy <laughs> right now. There, so, uh, so, uh, so uh, I've, why? I've been why, inundated why, why? with like 
you know, think pieces. This is what's been driving me crazy. Half crazy. You as a reporter have been, yes. It's yeah. like all the think pieces and all the commentary yeah. and all that. I can't get yeah, away yeah, yeah, from yeah. it. It's a lot. It's a lot. Right. Well, apparently in episode six, which I haven't gotten to, there's a character, player 67. She is a North Korean in oh, the yes. Squid Game. And yes. she mentions to one Coming of to Jeju. the- Coming yeah, to yeah. yeah. I yeah. one day want to go to Jeju Island. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. There's one reference to it. In I know, six. I know, I know. But the effect of that one reference, <laughs> did you, have you seen? Did oh, you see? I just see because like there's memes about it, especially because we live on Jeju. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, and I, I, of course everyone's referencing it, be it funny or, or thinking it's amazing. So yes, I've seen it. Right, but the, um, so Google Trends, Google Trends is a like a thing you can go on Google and yep. see how terms terms are trending on like Mm -hmm. usage and so on the week during the week the show came out which was september 7th 17th jeju scored a 100 which means it was the top of its popularity everyone wanted to know what jeju island was. everybody wanted to know what jeju Mm. island was because of that because we need more tourists oh definitely (laughs) definitely and then which leads (laughs) to it the next great. thing, which All is right, the, great. the Jeju Tourism Organization, had made oh, no. a web page that no, said, no, no, no. what would player 67 do if they came to Jeju? And they made an entire page about- oh, like, I think I activities. saw that. Hmm? I yeah. saw that on Instagram. I saw yeah. that. Yeah, it, it's actually a smart idea. It's cute. It's but yeah. Like, why not? Why not do it? Sure. I would. Yeah. It's. A, it, we should have done that. <laughs> that is a great. <laughs> we should have stole that. Yeah. Hey <laughs> so like they would be like, what would she do if she moved to Jeju? One was like open up a cafe. Another one was go surfing all day on June, like mm. Jung uh, Moon and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's just crazy to me that one reference in that show, and it could eventually cause tourism on jeju to to bloom or just interest there's so many articles that like she mentions jeju island where is jeju <laughs> island oh yeah, Tons yeah. Of these articles anyways mm. <laughs> <laughs> but i think that's that's about that's it, power of social media man the yeah. power of the tv and social media sure yeah medium is the message is another yeah. good Can- a canadian said marshall <laughs> McLuhan. so now it's time to let's go on to see how uh ju young is doing go do excellent game, our game latest our latest lesson last week was a last week was a winner so we're gonna see if we can you know i don't know top last that? week was so good last week was so good it's gonna be hard to top it by the way listeners if you haven't listened to last week's and you want to know about black pig and mm. why we talk about poop on the show you need to get on it you need to go back and listen to uh, episode to 15 on. and follow us on facebook Instagram, YouTube, and all Do the it, other man. channels. It all right. Highly entertaining. So <laughs> yeah, let's kick, let's kick it off. Ladies and gentlemen, do you hear that? The quiet settling in. The wind has seemed to come to a full stop, and the moon's been halted, salted in place. As if the tension here on Jeju rises in anticipation of another phenomenal, prodigious, and incomparable segment of Jeju Dialogue Connor with our august teacher, Ju Young Han. Thank you oh. for being with us. Thank you for having me again. <laughs> I, just, I love that you just used all those big words and then you didn't pronounce corner correctly. I so know. Good job, Daryl. Good job. I, 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 you know, I try my best. I do what I can. Uh, that's funny. I'm going to falter. 
So, so it's going to be hard to beat our last episode last week or two weeks ago, whenever we it was did that. Good. It was your that was a good one. one. Yeah. I listened to it a couple of times. I actually, that was one of the, yeah, that was one of my, it was definitely my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty wow. good. You know, that we've all patted ourselves on the back and tooted our own <laughs> horns. What do we have this week? Do young, what do you got for us? Okay. Uh, there's one, uh, one of my favorite expression on, on Jeju. Um, it is, uh, Oh, that's going to be a big one. Okay. I'm like, whoa, I should have written this down before the lesson. Okay. I, I one really more time. like it. You know, uh-huh. uh-huh. Daryl, do you yeah. know what that is? Can you guess? Mogupsa has to do, Mogupsa means like eating. Yes. And okay. Okay. What, what is that again? It's an adverb. So that doesn't sound. Yeah. So it, it literally means that like eat until you have a full stomach. Um, <laughs> you know, awesome. like it's, yeah, it's like, um, yeah, eat now, you know, eat a lot now. Otherwise mm. you are going to, you know, get hungry later, things like that. So like uh, before you go to work or go to school, you know, like mom or, mm. you know, mm-hmm. like parents always say like, oh. you know. Really? So, I like so your, that. Your parents said that to you a lot when you were growing up? Uh, yeah. But now they don't say that to me anymore. Because <laughs> they, they, like... Like, they, they want me to lose some weight. So, yeah. <laughs> They're like, stop eating. It's the stop eating. Yeah. <laughs> stop eating. Yes, exactly. Now, Juju would... Um... Is this just like friends and family? Or mm. would someone at a restaurant say that as well, perhaps? <laughs> Oh, you know, like um, maybe at a restaurant, the mm-hmm. owners can say that to you. Okay. Okay. Oh, but um, usually, but mostly... you know, like, yeah, usually before, you know, yeah, people who work or, you know, do some labor, you know, like oh, uh, physically or mentally, sense. you know, mm. and then like whenever you serve food to those people or, you know, you're children you know yeah, yeah. okay mm-hmm. i like that okay i have to use I that yeah, yeah. There, actually there's one it. restaurant at eshage mm-hmm. uh, name its name is Bonkurengi. oh that's really cool uh. eat well eat well yeah yeah eat a lot yeah eat a lot eat a lot okay that would be the like the english translation to it you eat a lot or you know well, or um, bottoms up, whatever the equivalent. Bottoms, of bottoms up, or, up or like, um, are you full? Yeah, I like Maybe or you know, help you... help yourself. Oh, mm. there you go, help you. Mm. But it's like help yourself. Not... Like you can eat, you know what, whatever you know, how much Keep you know. Going. Uh, yeah. Uh. But uh, oh, it's so that like makes sense. have a full stomach so that you have like an energy, enough energy and, yeah. to do something. You know. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what is the Jeju Satori of the word? So Bongkurengi is an adverb. Uh-huh. Like, um, yeah, full stomach or full. Something is full. Like right. your okay. stomach is full. Okay. It's a hundred percent Jeju dialect. Uh-huh. Oh. And Malgupsa uh, is a part of, you know, part of that is uh, standard Korean. And right. part of it is just dialect. Yeah, the ending of it is just mm-hmm. dialect. Yeah. Upsa, yeah. that part. And yeah. Mugga is yeah. just yeah. Is just the just Korean of it. That's great. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna use that one. Uh as I use I'm, 
all of them. I'm going to use it after I see it written out because uh, I can't do it by ear. I've learned that about <laughs> myself. Like Juju, when I'm listening to you and I'm looking at your mm. lips, I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe, but for me, I need it written out. And then I'm like, okay, now I understand what she's saying. Yeah. yeah. Same here. Like when, yeah. you know, I you know study Japanese or mm -hmm. English, you know, I, I think for me, it's, I, I think I'm a, I have to read something right. to, in right. order to learn. To really, yeah, so, to yeah. Really get it done. Yeah. I'm also not a very good listener. That doesn't, that doesn't oh, help. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. <laughs> well, As you do have probably noticed. Yeah. <laughs> so that was excellent. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much, Ju, Ju Young. This is going to be a short one. We have so much to get off, get, uh, mm -hmm. get over and do. Um, and we will, uh, we'll see you in two weeks for a okay. lot more. And, uh, Enjoy today. It's a beauty. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. Bye. And that was another stupendous corner with Ju Young Han. Thank you so much for being our teacher again. And always. Uh, hmm? Always, always thank her. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's I'm just fantastic. saying always. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So did you know what Thursday, which is today, was? Well, that's such a weird question. What are you talking about? Do I know what Thursday is? <laughs> uh, I'm tired. It's late. We don't usually record this late, but I'll give it a shot. <laughs> Today is actually an important day in Korean history. Uh, not in. It will be an important day in Korean okay. history in some regards because today Korea launches first domestically developed satellite launch machine. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! That's big. Yeah, it's Korea's entered into Wait. the space race. It has gone up or it's going to go up. 4 p.m. today. Early. Oh my today, gosh, that's really cool. Yeah. I so didn't the, hear that at all. I know, right? Like right, Moon Jae-in said, like this will be the ushering in of a new like age for Korea. And he's trying to go out on a high note, hey? He's trying to like get, get peace. He's trying <laughs> oh, to do God, a lot I feel of stuff. so bad for that man. Yeah. Oh, but anyways, okay, go ahead. That's yeah, awesome. So the so they did this. I mean, they tried to put an orb like a, a dummy uh satellite into space like as a like a test not failed, right, right. but right. at least they, they got a rocket up there and okay. the cool thing about this i mean we are again a jeju podcast is that the korea aerospace research institute has a has like a tracking area on the island and oh, that was oh. one of the tracking places that was like monitoring this rocket as it was went into Ooh. space Ooh, right and i was just like it just got me sort of thinking like how could like I like I like space, such a stupid <laughs> thing to say. But I, like I'm interested in space travel. I get to cover it occasionally for my newspaper. Mm -hmm, okay, cover space, cover launches and space programs. And I thought like, what could you know? JJ's got like its fingers in as many pies as possible. Sure does. Sure does. How could JJ get involved in the space race? Like, wouldn't that be kind of interesting if it could? Like, and this is a I don't have an answer to it. No, no, but yeah. They already have like the aerospace yeah. museum here, which yeah. it's I've, yeah. I haven't had the chance to go to. It's, it's down... interesting just to see like the history. It's not, yeah. Yeah, uh, you've been. No, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I like to do touristy stuff, so that was one of the things I hit. Also, their cafe up top is really cool, but that's known. It, it's it's interesting, yeah. Yeah. I, so um, I have an answer immediately. Yeah. Is you, you? I say don't 
don't get involved. I think there's enough that Jeju is trying to achieve or says they want to achieve and they uh-huh. have yet to do these things. And to me, that's just one more thing we're putting out there instead of really working on the promises mm-hmm. that they've given the residents and, and set up long term. So my right away, that was my immediate response was <laughs> don't get involved. Don't get involved. Can't you imagine a politician going like, you know, like Jeju is going to be the Mecca of space travel as I, it's the Mecca for everything else. Yeah. yeah, it's a Mecca. But in general, maybe just finish up some of the promise, <laughs> the longstanding promises that uh-huh. they've been giving and then, you know, take it from there. Now, just to put this out there, I no one said anything about developing Jeju. It's, oh, no. it's just an idea that I was idea. Like, was, like what could it? Yeah. Like, but that was my we- that was my honest response was like, nope. No. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine them launching rockets or rockets or anything from here. But yeah. I mean, we're we're short on time, so let's we we have a fantastic interview coming up with Jason Lisko, who's the musician. I'm excited to have him responsible for our intro music. For yeah, all this for our time. intro and outro music when we're not introducing new bands. He yeah. he gave he put up a little ditty for us, and it's actually quite cool. Yeah, I, I, it's cool. Yeah, it, it's hip. Oh, the yeah, kids are yeah. liking it. Oh gosh, here we go. <laughs> Anyways, but I, I've been I've I've asked him to be on the show quite some time ago, but uh-huh. he has a newborn and he yeah. was just so busy getting his music and stuff like that. So um I'm really excited to have him on. Yeah, yeah, let's let's head on over there. So now with us, all the way from Sogipo. Some young some young. Oh, you're in Samyang. <laughs> I should have asked you before. I'll I'll start that again. Now with us, all the way from Samyang. <laughs> Is Jason Lisko, who's you, for those who have been listening to our podcast for, for a while, will know his music because he does the music for the intro to our podcast. And now we're very fortunate for him to have found some time from making music and being a father to be with us on our podcast. Thank you so much for being with us today. It's my pleasure. How's Sam Young? Nice to see you. <laughs> uh, Oh, well, I mean, I think all over Jeju today, the sky was amazing. Unbelievably you know, the, the good fall day. Yep. We had some nice cumulus clouds and warm sun. Some did you, did good, you go swimming, Jason? Not too, uh, no, I went swimming yesterday. I'm going to go you swimming did. after later tonight, actually. Okay. After. Jason, and for our listeners, Jason is an aficionado, I'm not even going to say that right, aficionado of cold, of cold pools. So Jason likes a little cold pool action in his life. I like swimming in general. I Anyways, like just jump, yeah. jumping into the water. It doesn't have to be a cold pool. I'm just lucky to live by a really nice, a really good one and deep we'll, pool. We'll teach yeah. their own, I suppose. Um, yeah. that, I mean, that's not yeah. my cup of tea. Let me just say this. I guarantee anybody who who wants to come visit and jump in the water with me, I guarantee you will not regret it. It's it's one of those things, like many things in life, that it can be it can make you afraid or it can make you just want to shove it off to the next day. Ah oh, no, it's scary or it's just intimidating. But without a doubt after you get out of the water, you have no regrets and you're so glad that you did it. Uh, 100%. I, I stand by that. He could be a commercial. I, you could money be a commercial, back Jason. Money back guarantee. <laughs> hey, we're, we're actually having you on not to talk about the, the water, about music, but before we okay, get to, okay, okay. to that, how do you sure. get into the water? Do you like gently ease your way in or? No, that is not He's cool. He's a jumper. That is not cool. That is, that is, 
that I mean, I, I will do that. And I have done that. So if I'm forced, like, I watch the tides. So if it's a low tide, I have to go in step Scramble, by step yeah. right. mm-hmm. to, to the like waist deep part of the pool. And I just swim, you know, I dunk. But when possible, I swim during high tide. And there is a, a little mini port down here by uh, Samyang. And, and for I saw, you know, you, you guys work with Save Jeju Bada and there's Mikuni Cafe to give a little mm-hmm. promotion. They, they did like a 50% off if you brought a tumbler. For the, oh. for the last year yeah. and they're, they're affiliated with save jeju bada anyway the the port is right across from their cafe and you can walk through like the the nam the men's only section right to the edge of the port mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of brackish it's, deep, it's, a, deep. it's a good mix of salt mm-hmm. and fresh water and you can it's about three meters deep at at high tide so you can just jump off the rocks um and you can climb up to a higher level and have a big jump if you want to. Jason, have you written a song uh, um, about um, these escapades so that's what of I yours? usually yeah. do. No, there's there's not a song about that yet. You should write a song about that. I think that could be, this could be a start of something amazing. So quick, quick story. It's not, um, it's not how I write songs. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sorry. Quick story, quick, quick story. story. Quick story. Quick story. So, um, I, the reason why I asked that is my father-in-law does not allow me even in like the hottest days of summer, he won't allow me. And yes, I'm a 40 year old man or almost <laughs> man allowed to just dive into the ocean. He has to, and I don't know if this is a Korean thing or just my father-in-law thing makes me like pad myself down with the water. Like you uh-huh. don't have to just wade in, but like, mm. it's about the chestal area. Chestal. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard <laughs> For your hearts. Yeah, yeah, so not shocking for your heart, yeah. right? Yeah, and so he makes mm. me like wait and pad before I go into the <laughs> water, no matter what temperature it is. So I was very mm. curious. He seems I, to love you. He's you very, can, very cautious. He's a very you cautious eat, man. Eat a super hot pepper and then just jump right in. Balances out. Yeah, that that's the way it works. <laughs> so back to your back to your music. Um, uh. How do you make music, man? Like what what? I'm a writer, and so I know how to write stories and stuff like that but the writing music is completely different i don't know how anyone does that or how the store inspiration comes for that or what people yeah. write about really i don't know either to be yeah. honest i, I mean i'm, I'm <laughs> trying to be this is a question that's come up for me many times um mm. and there's two parts to the music that i write um because i write music with words not, not all of my music has words but mm-hmm. that part of it is the hardest part and and the song the music the melodic or harmonic part of it i that's always there for me like i i can't even turn that off Uh it's just i i'll sit down at any instrument even if i don't know how to play it and i'll come up with a riff a melody something that i can walk away with and be like that's that's cool you know it Mm -hmm. might stick or it might not but the the hardest part for me is lyrics and and that's why i haven't written a song about swimming because <laughs> it's not easy for me to write lyrics without having some major like just moment of inspiration sure um, yeah, and and sense. swimming is something i love and i'm inspired to go but you know the the words to express that that i don't i don't have those words yet Mm, yeah that makes sense i love hockey 
Never going to write about hockey. <laughs> you know, um, so I, I was I was reading um, a collection of Hunter S. Thompson uh, for the ESPN Sports Desk called sure. Hey Rube. It was I, published oh. under Hey Rube. You have it? Yeah, I have it somewhere. Yeah. And well, so in there, he he's talking about his friend Warren Zevon, who yeah. comes to his singer. house in Colorado one day and says, I'm going to write a song about hockey. And <laughs> now I'm not sure if Warren Zevon ever did it or not, but right out of that book, um, you know, as a reference to a song about hockey, whether it exists or not. And if anybody was going to do it, it would be Warren Zevon, you know? So. Yeah, it would. It would. So Jason, you are now in Jeju with us, but how, where did your music take you? Did you come to Jeju, New York to Seoul to Jeju? What roundabout way did yeah. you end up here with your music? Uh, I left New York. I went mm -hmm. to Seoul. I, mm -hmm. I was in Seoul for just a few months before going to Gyeonggi province in, in Bundang. Mm -hmm. And I stayed there for about two years, but that's kind of, I mean, unless you're in Korea already, you might as well just say Seoul because it's, you know, yeah. it's the foot, it's the, it's just like a step away. But um, uh, yeah, and uh, in 2017, came to, to Jeju, um, with a lot of trepidation about what like everything everything about Jeju looked good except the music scene to be honest I was really worried about yes. leaving the Seoul music community you had such a good thing going up there I think it, Jason isn't that I don't know if I met you here first or whatever but I saw a couple of your gigs in Seoul and it was such a good thing going up there so I understand why the worry would be there because mm -hmm. it was it was good up there Right. We met in 2017 when I moved mm -hmm. to Jeju. And uh, okay. shortly after that, I think I came down here in like January, February. And then uh, in March, the the Irish Association of Korea, Korea the IAK, mm -hmm. they usually will hold an annual festival for St. Patrick's Day. And while I've been in Korea, I've played it every year, Such except a for party. the last two years because of, uh, yeah, but coronavirus is kind of Killed, killed everything, that vibe man. A bit. Yep. Um, yep. But with that Irish culture spirit and my band doing traditional and Irish and Americana, um, we would usually book a series of shows around that festival. Right. So you, you definitely saw us at something like that. I think NHBC, or maybe it I was think, one yeah. of the other. Yeah, yeah, one of the other. So for the first couple of years after I moved here, um, I would just travel back to Seoul. And, right. You know, I, instead of having shows have down here, booked, yeah. I would just, yeah. I would just fly, fly in like Friday, come right. back Monday morning or something. What changed on Jeju that uh, has kept you? I mean, you know, like what has what musically has changed that allowed you to be more active in this scene? Or has anything changed? Maybe I'm putting words in your mouth. <laughs> Maybe nothing's changed. Well. I'm not really connected to the music scene in Jeju. I just am mm. doing music. Mm. And there's a couple of other bands that I know and like. And it, it really feels, honestly, it really feels like a distant memory because of Corona. Uh, like we're, we, when I came, there was almost no traction for the open mic at 
the bar in Xichang, oh, right, in Jejushi. Right. And uh, one of the guys who used to live here, who who you both know, I'm sure, uh, Big J was was the the real like life of that at the time. Yeah. But yeah, but uh, I, the first like few months that I went to open mic, it was me and Big J, and maybe one or two other people. Um, and it was just like, this is fun, but there is no music scene or, or we are the Wegoki music scene. And, and I need to really make sure that um, I, I'm totally aware that when I say I don't think there's much of a music scene, I'm just not connected to it. Right. There there's is a ton there is of one. great right. Korean bands down here, but I'm, right. I'm not really sure where they're playing yeah. uh, most yeah. of the time. Well, and it hasn't helped that there has been music on and off, but so little music in the last two years. So that certainly doesn't help. But I predict, I predict that this spring, this winter and spring, that we're going to be resurrecting music, starting with your gig on Halloween night. You have two gigs, right? You you have one gig during... It's uh, it's sorry, gonna sorry, be Saturday. on sorry. the eve of Halloween. Right, mm-hmm. sorry guys, Saturday, October thirtieth. So you have a gig during the day, which sounds really fun, and then you're also bringing live music back to the city, which is the thing I'm most stoked about. Um, that should be a pretty fun show. This is your new, newest rendition of your band, right? Well, this the yeah the band that I'll be playing with during the uh, evening is is a band that I've been really lucky. Uh, all of the musicians are much better musicians than I am in that band. Uh, mm. So okay. I feel I doubt so... that, but okay. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, okay. their, their musicianship like alone is better. Uh, maybe the creative side or the lyrical side or the vocal side, I can take maybe some credit there, but no, uh, instrument they're 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 so much better than i am at their instruments and i'm lucky to to be part of that are you Um, you you mentioned earlier that you have an album that you're working on are you working with these guys or are you pulling in some of your friends from soul like who would be the main what's happening on this album that you're working on it's mostly with with these guys here in jeju um but there's so this first album is going to be it's it's kind of strange. Uh, we started playing under my name as Jason Lisko Band. I was just about to ask you that. Yeah, what are you called nowadays? We're still kind of, you know, throwing names around. Uh, we're Orange Sun for our very next gig. Orange Sun, I like that a lot, actually. I'm glad to hear that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to be the kind of person who cares what other people think, but when it comes to band names. You know that that's what people will see and it will really attract an okay. audience or not right away just based off of the name so that is one area blind melon do. come on just that, definitely names are super important when you got a rock and roll band yeah and i mean who's to say like blind melon might not do it for some people but i oh, heard I their music it. and that that sold me not their name so much but fair enough yeah so so <laughs> For now, it's Orange Sun, and okay. that doesn't mean that the name wouldn't change one day if if there's something that's obviously more suitable for our group gotcha. and what we're doing. So where are these gotcha. venues? Where are you playing on the Saturday, the 30th? Well, the the daytime show is going to be at Bottom Cafe, which is uh, near Sanchen, or it's 
like in the complex or the the park at Sanchandan mm. altar, which is oh, nice. this yeah. Yeah. So if you know about it, uh great. If you don't know about it, it's it's one of the more uh beautiful and I would say underrated or hidden gems of Jeju City because it's so easy to just drive by it. It's not like there's not really a big sign and there's not a lot of attention given to it. So there's not much there. Um but, but great it's for, spectacular. Great for Great for a fall gig. I think anyone that I'm talking I mean, to about it is like ready to sit outside and enjoy, hopefully, fingers crossed, yeah, enjoy some sunshine. Right. So yeah. Sanchandan Altar is kind of like a place to go and give a prayer for, you know, for the future. Okay. And uh, I might I might go there a couple of days before and, and cut the grass to make sure it's nice and smooth for everybody to sit and give my own prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like this. For good weather. <laughs> I like your gumption. And then the second show for Daryl's question, the second show is at Indie Bar in the right. city, which is newly renovated. And I think everyone's really excited to go see what he's done in there. But that's honestly, I think Indie Bar has one of the best sound systems really on the Absol- island. Uh, so well, it's so not good. Just, not just sound system. And this is so important for live music. He's got a backline. Um, mm. He's got a really high quality backline, which the backline, if you don't know, it's no, I that, do not. That, We're all like, sure, <laughs> sure, Jason. <laughs> so um, a lot of times as a musician, you have to carry all your gear with you. You know, you go to a place ah. and they're not set up for music. So you have to carry an amplifier. You have to bring the drum set. You have to bring the bass amp. You have to bring everything. Everything. Uh, except, I mean, decent, half decent bars that that do like DJs and stuff. They have a PA Some system, of it, yeah. speakers and mixer and power amp. But at Indie Bar, he has, uh, it's rock and roll. So he's got two half stack, like yeah. four, four speakers awesome. and like 100 watt, you know, Marshall amp, 100 watt. Uh, I think it's. Uh, it's rock and roll. That he has over there. He's got an Ampeg bass amp. It's a, and then drum sets, monitors. So you can actually hear yourself at the front of the stage. So he really, um, Zero, the the owner of Indie Bar, loves music. He's a drummer. He's a musician. Um, mm-hmm. His friends are musicians, and they have great lights. They have great sound. Yeah, um, yeah. You just talking about it is getting me. Listen, Jason. Jason's an old friend of mine, and for most of my friends and listeners of the podcast, I was really when I came to JGU, I really worked hard to get the music scene going here and, and, and trying to do anything because I came from Denver, Colorado, where you could listen at Daryl. I don't know if like, you know, Canada, but Denver, yeah, Colorado, no, we don't have music can... up there. It doesn't exist. <laughs> good. Yeah. Good. Neil, I don't, Neil no, Young I mean... had to move to California to start doing music. <laughs> Just to get signs. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, your neighborhood in, in Denver, you can go to an honest to God, proper, good, wonderful show every night of the week. So I left that and came to, you know, especially 10 years ago, it was really quiet here and music was something like it ate, it ate that I missed it. And so this last two years, having so little live music in my life, when I say I'm excited for the show coming up, I am like, you know, like I feel like this energy, like in my belly, I'm just like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And and all my friends as well feel that same way. I'm, I'm so stoked that you organized this, Jason. Well, I also want to give a little quick shout out to the other band that we're playing with. Yes, uh, please. Well, there are two shows a day. So at Indie Bar, uh, my keyboard player is uh, Francis Jaramillo. His band whoop, whoop, is Demon whoop, Hawk, whoop. and they're playing. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, 
I want to do I, the I don't demon know exactly hop how yell. to describe them, but yeah, it's like. <laughs> but I, I can't. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, well, <laughs> might scare the listeners so off. Weird. <laughs> I I, I, I I think everything everything gets weird, uh, you know. Yes, yeah. but I'm I'm Agreed. sure. Um, and then well, during the day, we're playing with uh, Banana Moon, Army of Mermaids, and and this folk like ensemble called Frankie and Johnny, which is going to be it's going to be so, so good. Cool. It's going to be so yeah. good. So Jason, I was telling before you signed on to our little Zoom session here, I was telling uh, Daryl what a storyteller you are. So I have a couple. I have a question for you. If you're willing to answer, in the three places that you mainly played music at, which was New York, Seoul, and Jeju, I'm sure there's others, but the three, do you have a crazy story, like the craziest time or the craziest gig you've ever played? And I know I put you on the spot, so if it's too crazy, maybe we shouldn't listen to it, but <laughs> we'll see what you say. I mean, well, okay, for, for I mean, sure, you, there's yeah. In, most of the craziest and most significant shows of my life happened in New York City. Yes, um, I would imagine. <laughs> now, New York City, that's close uh, to like Samyong, right? That's not too far from pretty, where you are. It's, it's actually pretty close <laughs> to Canada. Uh, it's just yes. a little south of Montreal. Um, <sighs> and... Uh, like six six hours or so, <laughs> pretty close. So. <laughs> um, it's uh, all right. So I want to I want to tell two, not stories exactly, but I I can at least share two examples of of the life the, of music the scene, that I the vibe. Know, and I'm so lucky. Well, one of the very first things I mean, this is a resume. Like <laughs> I played at <laughs> Carnegie Hall. Oh. Hey, whoa. Well, that's a whole nother conversation. Okay. No, okay. I mean, and okay. so there I was, you know, but no, it was actually one of those things where you're part of a, a you know, a school and my high school, we yeah, yeah. essentially, just, you know, the, our music program, which I think I can really give major thanks to the music program and the music department in my High school, which was in suburban New York, uh, in Putnam County, New York, called Mayapak High School Music Department, and we went down Shout to out. Carnegie Hall. <laughs> I have to because I don't think I would be where, where I am are. musically okay. without okay. that program. Um, okay. I played trumpet in the concert band, the marching band, jazz band, and we went down to Carnegie Hall, and I played with the concert and the jazz band on the wow. trumpet. Um, wow. And this, I mean, this is just like a mind blowing experience, right? I mean, and I'm 17 years old yeah. or something, you know? So it's just like, um, so that was, I, I'm pretty sure that was my senior year of, of high school. It might've been even earlier to be honest. Um, and I probably didn't appreciate it as much as I would now. Who, who can when you're young? I have a, I was also, I was in the jazz band, Jason, you probably didn't know that I was also in the marching band. And so for my senior year, we went to the Bahamas and we did a parade through the Bahamas because our marching band was top tier in the U.S. So we went, we took a cruise and the jazz band played music on the cruise. And then the marching band uh, did a parade uh, through uh, downtown Bahama. So, so what did you play in the marching band? I, I fear telling you this, Jason, because you're just going to be like, oh, really? Sure, Alexis, why don't you come play with us? Um, I'm going to. 
The French yeah. horn. I'm, I'm guessing the French horn. I I once told Jason. I once told Jason that one of my friends gave me a harmonica, and that before I came to JGU, I was really studying the harmonica, and I regret. I regret this to the day. I I don't believe that's what you said at the Wait, time. I believe you said I can I play the harmonica. Well, you I play, play the harmonica. Little, I play a little harmonica. A little no, no. harmonica, and I'm sure yeah. it was. Ex- I'm oh. sure there was tequila involved in that, and maybe it sounded cool to say but but really i play a little hard i did i did play a little harmonica well they're not very big (laughs) smart ass can you imagine i like this huge big harmonica no but in the marching band i did uh i did the uh bass drum and then i did little quads but i started out as a i started out as a flag then okay. I moved to cymbals because I was obsessed with the drum line. Color guard and crash. Color guard. Then double, I moved to the drum cymbals. line and I did the cymbals and did the thing. Then from the cymbals, I got promoted to the bass drum and the quads. So yeah. Yeah, and the yeah. quads are are really cool uh, yeah. for anybody that's listening. It's four. It's quad four drums yeah. laid out in front of you. It's like ticket 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 or yeah opposite but. It might go Wait, from low is this the American thing? I'm so out of the loop. I have no idea what's going was, on here. Actually, Daryl, I was just about to say you really should step in because at this point, uh, so, Jason and I could get lost in yeah, I, conversation about marching band. So you need to step well, in and redirect right, us so right Darryl, now. Yes, Daryl. Yeah. Daryl's from Canada. Uh-huh. We don't have music of, as I've established. One of Canada's great bands is Rush. I've heard. Drummer yeah. with one arm. No. You, no. No, what? That's Def Leppard. I, oh I'm my pretty God. sure. But um, and they're from the UK. But uh, uh never no, mind. Rush. Can we edit Rush. that out? <laughs> no, I don't know. It's not my show. But that I hope. I hope uh, we won't. I hope you guys know Rush. And, I do know Rush. But, He's the fastest drummer. No, it's, it's Rush. Yeah, Rush, yeah. Neil Neil Pert, and he passed away mm. two years ago from brain cancer. Mm. But their music uh, is phenomenal. I mean, they're one of the great prog rock, you know, rock bands. And I thought they were from uh, Canada, uh, not Prague. Oh no, yeah, no, they're oh, they're from Lord. Prague. It's a little town Bad in Canada that, in Ontario. It's from before when I actually didn't know what prog rock was. I had no idea. I can't progressive even. rock. I'm uh, gonna redirect progressive this. Progressive rock. Sorry. Yeah, no, we, we need I just want to say no. I just want to no. I need to I need to tie this off because you need to um, say this. A marching band. A marching oh, band. No. A college. <laughs> football game Ugh, did a halftime show and this is this is someplace in the bible belt of, a, of the united states of america i don't remember which university but their marching band did a medley of rush songs oh, so you can see damn. like from the 50 yard line up in the up in the booth they're filming and the beauty of of marching bands in the united states is not the music as much as the visual like and the the synchronicity of everybody in unison moving, making a shape, then blending into some other shape. It's art. It's, it um, is. It's an art piece. You're right, and it's and, really damn hard. And so, so you wanted to say that they did the rush. They did a rush medley. Um, awesome. gosh, I don't remember which university this was, but I was super excited. We'll find to it. See we'll this. post it on our stories. And okay. nobody and no one ever mentions Canada's greatest band, the Tragically Hip. <laughs> No one ever tragically hit. We, I love them. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. I heard that the the bare naked ladies were Canada's greatest band. So. You know, oh, you're I gonna actually, start some people. Well, you're gonna start. We're gonna get letters from people. No, well, uh, the problem, see, the thing with the bare naked ladies is we all know them. 
Okay. Right. Right. Like, no, no, literally. Like, I bartended. <laughs> oh. Like, like oh. at the lead singers. Oh, like, he, okay. I'm at like when I go to a Chris birthday party for like a bunch of kids. I'm like, oh, there's there's Stephen Page. Like, literally. Okay. Like, okay. we all know them. Okay. You know, like, so I see a- them on Facebook <laughs> and stuff, right? Like, it's not a okay. thing. But. So we are, we are a redirect us. Podcast. Redirect us. <laughs> both both bands, by the way, real real quick, have great band names. Anyway, uh-huh. um, all right, Daryl, bring us back on board. Do it. Yeah. So so how? <laughs> what are some of the things right. about Jeju that have influenced your music? We're, we're running out of time here, so we got to get we have we have a new thing. We have a new segment we're going to introduce. Jeju. So make yeah, answer but this, and then we're going to. How do a new has segment. Jeju influenced your music? I think it's mostly through the other musicians that I've met here. Um, there's there's a handful of people that I've become friends with in Jeju who are doing music, a variety of styles. You guys had Omar on. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've had Eric Folletta on or not, or if he'd be soon. Interested we in hope doing something soon. Like we this. hope. But both, you know, both of those guys do completely different kinds of music than what totally. I'm doing. But you know, I've played with both of them. I've gotten to jam with them. And uh, jam means just, you know, play music with no plan. With Harold no, does like, know what music is, Jason. I don't know. I mean, honestly, <laughs> the word jam is, it's, you know, it's it's a bit of a, a musician word. So if you're not mm-hmm. a musician, you might not know what jam means. Anyway. So that's, the that's other the musicians. Way. Yeah. Yeah. From, from Big J. One of the one of the guys who is doing icons, like all kinds of acoustic like punk style mm-hmm. music. When I got here, and um, you know some of the, the other bands that I've gotten to play with at Indie Bar, um, you know Zen Alone. Like the, there are uh, people that like I connect mm-hmm. with on a level. Wabi Kang, you know, Banana Moon. All of these people that I've gotten to play with, it it really makes me just you know want to want to up my game a little bit so i didn't think there was a music scene here but slowly i started to see wow this guy's doing this this guy's got like a you know a metal band this guy's doing like yeah 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 funky folky reggae stuff you know and Mm -hmm. and um so it was through all the other musicians that i i feel the most and it it is through all of the other musicians here that i feel the most uh influenced I'd like to say it's, you know, the, the women, the wind and the rocks, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's the other musicians. You get, Hey, Hyobin, <laughs> you, you know, get an A plus for that answer, by the way, that was, that was legit answer. Yeah. The one everybody in the learned from this interview from, from you it's true, though. is that like, there is no such thing as an amateur musician, right? Like when I came here and I saw people at like open mics or whatnot, no. I'd be like, Oh yeah, they're amateurs yeah. or whatever. But really that term is incorrect because because oh because everyone can learn from everyone else and everyone has a certain degree like you it's often hard to think of like a, a someone who's a professional learning from someone who is an amateur or someone from an open mic but to see that there's a community where everyone mm, is mm. kind of cross-pollinating and learning from each other kind of like refutes this idea of this amateur that I had. Yeah, I think mm. if you, if you, uh, so there's a lot of people who play music and don't 
want it to be much of a they don't want to do it publicly or they're shy mm -hmm. about it um or maybe they don't really know more than a couple of songs but they they go out there and they do it um i still take inspiration from all of those people and i would even say on many levels i i am an amateur musician i'm just doing it like on some levels i'm totally an amateur so and right. on other levels i'm professional i'm making it part of my you know yeah it's yeah it's part so of my life we so. have two minutes and so we would like to try to introduce a new subsection called the jeju five which are yeah. five questions that we're going to ask you in somewhat rapid fire and yes, we would rapid like fire we would like answers okay of course that's why we ask okay them. first question where on the island do you go to get away? And don't reveal your secret spot. Just tell us where it is that you go to let it let some yeah. steam off. Okay, got it. My secret spot. That's where yep. I go to get away. Got it. Yep. Next question. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I yes. messed that one up. Okay, what? number two. What no, is oh, your oh, best? I go down to oh, the we're going. We're going. We have to go. What is your beverage of choice at the Marts? Preferably GS25 and Jungmoon. Oh, Jungmoon well, lately, Lagunitas IPA has been three for 10. Yeah. So that's there. So yeah. that's big, big time. I'm okay. so I, happy I'm about that. One, Jason, yeah. I'm taking the next one. I mean, uh, Daryl. All right. The coast, Halasan or an Ordem? What's your, what's your no, preference? Ordem. Ordem. Okay. Why? You know, Halasan's got a lot of, <laughs> no, it's too easy. It's not, oh. it's not hard at all. It's not that it's too easy and and Yongshi, of course is beautiful but i think it's more hype than it's i, I mean jiri-san is much better i love jeju all right. but mm -hmm. it's all about the autumns here all right Darryl. what's something and, you know about jeju that most others don't uh i i know i think i know a lot of the myths of jeju nice nice yeah. okay and i got number five if there's one thing you would change about jeju what would it be <laughs> Tick tock. I I really I really wish that Jeju would just go plastic free, straight up, like as much as possible. So no plastic. That's a great answer, and I think uh, our teacher. Uh, I gotta stop my dog. <laughs> my dog loves beer. He gets all the cans. What kind of dog you got? Uh, just a little poodle. But, I, I used to have a dog and he loved beer. He loved it so much. Yeah. Yeah. He loves beer and Makoli too. He loves the, the caps. My dog Smart probably dog. would have loved Makoli if it was uh, available mm. back in the day. So I, that was our first uh, inaugural. Why, inaugural. Why, why, why can I not speak when I really am supposed to? <laughs> Anyways, that was our first the Jeju five. Uh -huh. That was pretty impressive. That was yeah. Good. Thanks for being our guinea pig, Jason. Yeah. No, that's we, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, we wanted to try this out for a while. And we've been mm -hmm. bantering around. So if anyone, if anyone thought they had a better question than the ones we presented, throw them our way via mm -hmm. Instagram, Facebook, email, any of those things. Let us know what you're thinking. Morse code and smoke signal. That's really interesting <laughs> that you know uh, about the, the myths because actually that's something that a lot of people do not know about. So and they don't take the time to know about it, actually. So, yeah, I, I'm also it's not, very not even that. Well, it's not even just that. It's just that there's so many myths here and there's, there's so, so many, many different 
you know, every every village has their own stuff. So exactly. And they're they're kind of disappearing. Uh, the fisheries and agriculture department mm -hmm. put out like a book on seafood and recipes and each like each fish has its own myth in that book and so mm -hmm. I, I was lucky enough to find one of those and I have like another book that the government put out on myths of Jeju Island and I trade these things with people I have like pdfs of them so if you want I can send Ooh, them we are so definitely intrigued by that one because we have like our own cards right we have yeah. our own collection but i'd be except i never hearing... stopped yeah. baseball you know america baseball <laughs> so jason thanks so much for uh being on our show tonight we too super appreciate that yeah yeah and I, if you, you uh, guys are in town for the 30th uh head up to which, where's this venue so, again uh around 2 p.m go to mm -hmm. san chandan altar or Baram Cafe, which is near the back gate of Jeju National University yeah. mm -hmm. in Aradong. And if you're in Jeju City, Jeju Shi, uh, at 8 p.m., go to Indiva, which is right next to uh, the new location for uh, that taco place that Last uh, was in AWOL and now is over here. We're allowed. We can say their name. We're not a. It's right behind. It's literally yeah. right behind the City Hall building, um, the Perfect. first street behind City Hall, and you can't miss it. Great. Once you're there, you'll hear and it. And we'll share that info on our uh, stories. Yeah, we'll, we'll 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 broadcast it. So hopefully we can get we can, <laughs> we can pack that place full of peeps. What, what do we call we, young young people oh, today? Don't, uh, don't. Chicks. Don't. No, no, no. Peeps. No. Uh, peeps. Both of you. Um, Peoples. Humans. Uh, humans. Humans. Oh, yes. humans. That's young humans. Avant God. Uh, <laughs> We've advanced. We've advanced. It's such a it's such a strange feeling to like want to have a packed show and also not want to have a packed show. I'm just like, yeah, you you're know. like, is this a good idea? I know. I don't think it's going to your... be packed, but I'm so excited. Yeah, but, it might be packed. Uh, Shit. I don't know. Well, to hear here to here you go, Jason. Cheers to neither music. a nor a full show. Oh, damn. Well, you can. Yeah, yeah. I want it to be, you know, 77 percent. How, how about this? To a good show. To a good show. I'll take I'll take that all the way. Hey, oh, that was awesome. I could listen to Jason tell stories for quite some time. He's I think talker. he is, he's a talker, and I like um some he has written some of the funniest pieces of music. Like he has this one song that's about. And I can't even, I, it, it's so much, but it's about doing karaoke with this girl. And it is, it is by far my favorite uh, song from one of my musicians here mm -hmm. on the island. I just, he's so, he's just, he's funny. We, we have to have him back though. Cause now I need to hear about that second story we didn't get around to. I know I had to cut him off. Cause he was like, I was saving yeah. that one and we didn't do it. I was like, <laughs> no. So we'll, we'll have him back on and hit that one up. We, we use it as a teaser to get people interested. To get so, people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So now, you know, I'm Daryl Coots. She's uh, my co-host is Alexis Joy. <laughs> Music, as we already mentioned, is by Jason yeah, Lascaux. Yeah. Art mm -hmm. by Sarah Hodgkiss. And the outro music for this episode is also by Jason Lascaux. It's called Made to Fly. Hey, mama, wait for me. I don't want to go alone The 
choose and I'm not feeling ready now She said, little bird, you make it fine or you'll die It's not up to me now, I've done the best I can You gotta try, try and fly away Try and fly away Serious, and I didn't know what to do. So I got up on the edge of my nest and took in the view. There's so many things I'd never seen or dreamed of. That mother gave little bird a shove, saying, I've raised you long, I've taught you well, and all I know. Now it's time for you to fly, you must go, little bird must go, bye bye. And as I fell I thought to myself, oh my god, mom is mad, she never really loved me, and that made me so sad, and I thought about how I would surely die. My eyes spread my wings and I and I was fine flying away I was fine flying away Bye. 